Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Babel on Talmud. Today's an exciting day. Um, we're starting the Perik Klagadol, um, learning Daf Samaches of Masech the Shabbos. We're starting the seventh Perik Klagadol. Why is this an exciting day? It's an exciting day because Klagadol is like where like a lot of the Shabbos stuff kind of starts happening. Right, uh, what are the third? This parak is going to talk about the 39 malachos of Shabbos, right? We've been talking about malacha on Shabbos. What are these 39 malachos? Well, uh, in, in a few days, we're going to learn about 39 malachos. And already today, we're starting to talk about what does it mean to be bishogeg? What does it mean to be chayva korban chatas? These are things that we've obviously been talking about so far in Masechta Shabbos, but you know, we haven't really, you know, when you think of Shabbos, you think of like, I don't know, you know, Shabbos, think of Malachas, you think of how, what is it, how, how exactly are you, Shomer Shabbos, and all these kinds of things, you know, I don't know, like, it's taken, uh, 67 pages, pages of Masech Shabbos to get into, like, you know, who's Chayav a Korban Chatas, and what does it mean to be Chayav a Korban Chatas, and all these things. So, uh, I think it's pretty cool, getting to, like, some Shabbos, some, like, real kind of Shabbosy kind of things. I don't know, maybe I'm just excited. But, maybe you guys are too. I can't tell right now. Anyways, let's go weiter. So let's do a quick overview before we begin. Um, so we start off the new parak with a Mishnah. And that Mishnah basically talks about who is Chayev a Korban Chatas uh, on Shabbos and how many Korban Chatases will they be Chayev. Um, and then, so we'll do in the recap, you know, more of the details in the Gemara. But one of the things that it talks about is uh, the concept of a Tinok Shanishba, which is interesting as well. Tinok Shanishba is um, a child, a, a person who as a young child was taken to sort of non-Jewish people and therefore just didn't know anything about, about Judaism and Halacha. So what are the Halachos? Uh, does he have to bring a Korban Chatas later on? I guess if he finds out at some point. All right, let's get started. So Adaf Samach Zayin Amud Beis towards the bottom at the begin at the Mishnah, new parak. Klal Gadol Amud B'Shabbos. So they said a Klal Gadol, a big rule on Shabbos. And the Gemara, the first thing the Gemara is going to ask is, what does it mean a big rule? Why not just a rule? Klal Shochech Iker Shabbos Ba'asam Lachos Ahabe B'Shabbos Ushabe Enochayev Elachatas Achas. Okay, so what this means is that somebody who just completely forgot about Shabbos completely forgot about Shabbos. Meaning, I don't mean that he forgot about Shabbos today. He forgot that there's something called Shabbos. Like, you just somehow he just completely forgot about Shabbos. You say, hey, you ever heard of Shabbos? Nope, never heard of Shabbos. Um, so, and all along, you know, every Shabbos, he's been doing all sorts of malacha. So, at a later point, let's say he finds out, and he's like, whoa, wait, Shabbos? I've been doing it all wrong. So then, um, for Everything is, you know, all the malachas he's been doing and all the Shabbases he's been doing them on one korban chatas, right? Because, you know, the theme is going to be, you know, identifying the point of failure. I don't know, it's kind of what I'm calling it for myself, right? What, what's the point of failure? And in this point, you know, like, what, what, what is the shogeg that he did? There's basically one shogeg that he did, which was that he made a mistake about this whole concept of Shabbos, right? Um, yeah, so, you know, like, he didn't even know about any of these malachas, right? Uh, he, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't even go that far, but basically, yeah, he didn't know about this thing called Shabbos. That was his mistake. So he brings one Korban Chatas for that mistake. Now, 
Now, somebody who knows about Shabbos, he knows. If you say like, hey, Ruven, you know what Shabbos is? Yeah, of course, Shabbos, right? Once a week, you know, I know, right? There's 39 Malachos, we don't do them. But he makes a mistake and for some reason he gets confused with the days of the week. And I don't know, maybe he thinks that Friday is actually Shabbos and he thinks that Shabbos is Sunday and then he ends up, you know, he doesn't know that it's Shabbos that day, he thinks it's Sunday and he does all sorts of malachas. So here the point of failure, again, you know, he knows all the Hilchos Shabbos. He knows that you can't do all the malachas on Shabbos, but he just didn't know one thing. That one thing that he didn't know is that today was Shabbos. So he has to bring a Korban Chatas for that mistake. That one mistake that he made is that he thought it was Sunday. So for that, he brings one Korban um, Chatas and but this is going to be for every single Shabbos, right? Let's say for over the course of a month, somehow he kept on making this mistake and thinking that Shabbos was really Sunday, right? Um, so, and he kept on doing Melacha on Shabbos for the, over the course of a month. So he's been four Korban Chatases. And Rashi says, because it's kind of impossible for him to, you know, not over the course of a month for him not to realize at some point, like, oh, wait a second, yesterday was Shabbos. And therefore, um, you know, we, we, he's going to bring a Korban Chattas, one Chattas per Shabbos that he confused with Sunday. Now, somebody who knows that it's Shabbos, right? Every Saturday, say, hey man, you know what day today is? Yeah, it's Shabbos. So he knows it's Shabbos. But the thing is, he doesn't know all 39 Melachos. Maybe he only knows like 34 of them. And every single Shabbos, maybe he doesn't know that cooking eggs on Shabbos morning is not allowed. And therefore, you know, every Shabbos morning, he wakes up, makes eggs, has a nice, nice breakfast. And, um, and not only does he do that, he also, I don't know, plows his field, whatever it is. He does a few different malachas every single Shabbos. He knows it's Shabbos. He didn't, just didn't know that these things were malachas. So basically he made five mistakes, right? There are these five malachas that he didn't know. And every Shabbos he would do them. So basically every Shabbos, he would make five mistakes. So he brings five korban chatases for those five mistakes, right? I Meaning he knew it was Shabbos. So he doesn't have to bring anything for the fact, you know, there's no mistake about the fact that it was Shabbos. The mistake was these five melachos, right? He made a mistake regarding each of these five melachos. So he brings a korban for each of those five melachos. And, you know, if he does this every single Shabbos, he makes himself eggs and does a few other things. Still, you only bring one korban chatas for all of those mistakes because in between he didn't know. Right. Whereas like when he messed up the days of the week and he thought that Shabbos was really Sunday. So in that case, we assume he must have known in between and therefore he has to, you know, he must have found out at some point that like the day is not the day that he thinks it is. So therefore for every Shabbos that he messed up, he brings one Corbin for the whole Shabbos. And when he knows that it's Shabbos and there are these five Malachos that he just didn't know about, even though he does them every single Shabbos until he finds out about them. And he still only has to bring a total of, let's say, five korbanos if it was five malachos that he did. He doesn't have to bring one per Shabbos because we assume that until he finds out that he has no way of knowing. One day he's going to go and he's going to learn. He's going to find out that these five malachos are actually not allowed on Shabbos. So then he'll realize like, oh, oops, and he'll bring a korban for each one. But we don't assume that, assume that you know, in between each Shabbos, he found out that they're usar and then he forgot about them again. So therefore you just bring one korban for each of those uh, malachos, each of those av malachos that you did, right? We've had the concept of Av Melacha and Tolada come up a little bit here and there. Basically, there are parent categories and subcategories of Melacha, right? So the parent would be called the Av, and those are based on, as Rashi points out, those are based on the Melachos that they did in the Mishkan. Then there are Tolados, like sort of sub, sub, you know, children of those 
uh, avos. Those are things that are similar to the avos, and they have the same severity of, as an av melacha. If, if you do it by accident, you have to bring a korban chatas. Um, the thing is, the nafkamina is, as we're about to see in the Mishnah, if you do an av and a tolada, if you do an av melacha and one of the things that are similar to it, so instead of bringing two korbanos, you'd only have to bring one because it's all considered kilo, the same family. But if you do a tolada from like family A and a tolada from family B, you would still bring two korban chatases. Right, a tolada is not any less strict than an av. So the uh, the the Mishnah concludes haosa melachos haibe mein melacha achas achas. If somebody does a, a bunch of melachos, but it's all within the same kilu family, let's say you do one av and like three tolados, so you did a total of four melachas, you'd only bring one korban chatas because it was all from the same av melacha. Um, did everybody get that? Did I explain that clear enough? Uh, I don't know. Let me know if you have any kashas. But I hope it's clear enough. Says the says the Gemara. My time Tana Klal Gado. How come the Mishnah had to say it's a big rule? It's a big rule. Why not just a rule? What's a big rule? So the Tana If it's because uh you know in, in two Mishnahs from now, Mishnah Gimel on of of the seventh parak, it says the old klal acher. Right, that there's another um, rule when it comes to Shabbos, and therefore, since there's another rule later on, so this is the big rule, and that's the other rule. Okay, fine. Right, so ilem od klal acher. If we're going to say, well, because there's another rule, so tana klal so it says that this is the big rule, then the other rule is just the other rule. Vigabishvias nami, and also by shvias, right, in the seventh parak of the Mishnayis of shvias. So it says the first Mishnah of the seventh parak is Klal Gadol Amu Bishviz. And then the second Mishnah in the seventh parak of Shviz is Ve'od Klal Acher. And they also said another uh, Klal. And that's why also over there. So you have the first Mishnah that says Klal Gadol. Then the following Mishnah that talks about a Klal Acher is just the Klal Acher, right? So by Shviz also, since the second Mishnah of the seventh parak. Uh, says od klal acher. So therefore, the first mission of the seventh parak says klal gadol. Fine. Vogabi meiser. But what about by meiser? If you look, uh, I believe it's the first parak of Masechta meisers. The katane od klal acher. That it says over there in that first mishnah of Mes- right the first mishnah I believe of Masechta meisers. Um, although we can actually just look it up, or, or maybe we can't. No. I don't think it quotes it. Or maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe it quotes it later on. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. So it is the, yeah, it's the first Mishnah of Sech Maisris. So in that, in that Mishnah, right, so it starts off by saying, Klal Amru B'Maisris. doesn't say Klal Gadol. It says Klal Amru B'Maisris. And then like a line later, it says, Ve'od Klal Acher. So if we're trying to establish a pattern here, that whenever it says, Od Klal Acher, well then the Klal that comes before that, it's going to say Klal Gadol. Well that pattern is not going to match up in Maestris where it says Vod Klal Acher and it didn't say Klal Gadol before that, right? So Vahagabi Maeser, the Katani Od Klal Acher, Vilotani Klal Gadol. Yet it doesn't before that say Klal Gadol. So um, this is not a good explanation for why it says over here Klal Gadol. Amar Biosi Bar Oven. Shabbos Ushviyaz the Isbu Oves Vitolades. Tana Gadol, Maiser delays Ba'avas Vitolados, Lo Tana Gadol. So, Rav, Rav Yossi Bar Oven wants to explain that, well, okay, here's the thing. By Shabbos, obviously we have the concept of 
Av Melacha and uh, Tolados. Guess what? Also by Shvius, there's the concept of certain Melachas on Shvius that you don't do and they are Avos Melachos. And there would be their own Tolados as well. Uh, Shvius, of course, being Shmita, right? So, so therefore, since by Shabbos and by Shvius, we have Avos and we have Tolados, that's why they have this thing called Klal Gadol, whereas by um, Maestris, don't have Avos and Tolados, so therefore it just says Klal, we don't see Klal Gadol anywhere. But the Gemara Asakasha, Ulevar Kapare, what about according to Bar Kapare? Ditani, Klal Gadol b'Maeser, my Avos, my Tolados, Ika. But one second. Bar Kapare, apparently he has a Tosefte regarding uh, Maestris, and in that Tosefta he says, Klal Gadol, by Maeser as well. And if we're going to say that we only say Klal Gadol in a context where there's Avos and Tolados, well, can somebody explain to me what the Avos and Tolados for Maestris would be? No, you can't because there are none. And therefore, how could it be that Bar Kapare would say Klal Gadol in the context of Maestris if there are no Avos and Tolados? So Elalav Hanutaima. Okay. So the reason for Klal Gadol is not due, is not connected at all. To Avos and Tolados. Ela Gadol Oncho Shel Shabbos Yosem Mishel Shviyas. Okay. Rather, the reason why it says Klal Gadol by Shabbos and by Shviyas is because whenever we say Gadol, Klal Gadol, it's relative. Any place where we say Klal Gadol, it means that, you know, its rules and therefore its punishments for violating its rules um, apply to a broader range, to a larger group of melachos, okay? And therefore, Shabbos, uh, let's actually just read it. So let's allow the Gemara to, to explain itself. So, so, Ela Gadol Oncho Shel Shabbos Yoser Michel Shviyas. So if we look at the sort of range of activities to which there are punishments associated with them on Shabbos, you will find that there are punishments associated with more malachos for Shabbos than there are for Shemitah, for Shviyas. The ilu Shabbos isa bein betalosh bein b'machubar. Because when it comes to Shabbos, okay, um, the malachos of Shabbos apply both to things that were connected to the ground when Shabbos started, as well as the things that were already harvested when Shabbos started. Examples of things that are connected to the ground, well, let's just take a wheat stalk. When it's connected to the ground, you cannot harvest it on Shabbos. Even if, and now, even if it was harvested before Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to grind it up and make it into flour and all that stuff on Shabbos, right? So the malachas of Shabbos apply both to things that were connected to the ground as well as to those that were already harvested before Shabbos. The Whereas by Shemitah, when Shemitah starts, we take a snapshot and we say, Anything that is connected to the ground when Shemitah starts, Shemitah applies to it. Anything that has already been harvested, don't worry about it. It's already been harvested before Shemitah. You could do whatever you want with it. So we see that the Malachas of Shabbos apply to a broader uh, range of activities than, or, or broader context than uh, Shemitah does. So that's why we say Klal Gadol by Shabbos because, um, you know, it's, it's, um, range of malachos that you would be, uh, chayev 
for violating is broader than something else, which is Shemitah. Now, Shemitah as well, it says Gadol, because its Malachos are broader than something else. Right? And now Shvius says Cloud because its sort of range of activities that there will be punishments for um, is broader than the range of things that there will be punished for punishments for by Miser. The Ilu Shvius Isa Bain Bemichael Adam Bain Bemichael Behema Vilu Miser Bemichael Adam Isa Bemichael Behema Lessa. Because by Shvius, Shmita applies both to foods that are eaten by people, as well as to foods that will be eaten by animals. Whereas Meiser applies to foods for people, but it doesn't apply to foods for animals. And that is why it says Klagodol by Shvius, because um, it, it, it's, it's sort of punishments apply to a wider range of activities than um, Meiser. And even according to Bar Kapara, who has the girsa of Kalgadol when it comes to Meiser, well, that's because there's a wider range of Malachos that there are punishments for by Meiser more so than by something else, which is Peya. Kalgadol be Meiser, Gadol Oncho shall Meiser, Yoser Michel Peya. That the punishments for Meiser are more than there are for Peah. The Ilu Meiser Isa Beteena Vierek Vilu Lessa Beteena Vierek. Because Meiser applies also to figs and to vegetables, but um, Peah does not apply to figs and vegetables. What's Peah? Peah is when you right, uh, the obligation to leave the corner of your field for um, poor people. Okay, so that does not apply to figs and uh, vegetables. Ditsanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Klal Amu Bipeya, they said a Klal by Peya, not a Klal Gadol, just a Klal by Peya. Koshu Ochel, anything that is food, and we're going to talk about what these things come to exclude, Vinishmar, and it's guarded, Vigidulom and Arts, and it goes from the ground, Ulikitaso Ka'achas, and you harvest them all at the same time, as opposed to sporadically, Umachniso Likium, and you put it away to preserve. Chayev b'peya, it's chayev in peya. Ochel limute sviche sitim v'kotza. So when it says ochel, it's coming to exclude the aftergrowths of sitim v'kotza. Sitim v'kotza are things that you use to make dyes, okay? So, and aftergrowths are things that you don't plant yourself, they just kind of grow on their own. Um, so, so these aftergrowths of these type of things that are plants that are used for dyes, so they would be excluded from peya. Vinishmar, and that's to be guarded in the Mute Hefker, to exclude Hefker. Hefker is not Chayev in Peya. Okay? Vigidulo min Haaretz, and it has to grow from the ground, the Mute Kmeinu Fitrios, oh, to exclude mushrooms and truffles, right? As we learned about in Mesech Brachos, that we say, Shakol Nevedvaro, because they don't actually grow from the ground. Mulekitasu Ka'achas, and you harvest them all at one time, the Mute Te'ena, to exclusion of figs, right? You don't just harvest all your figs at one time, you harvest them you harvest the figs when they're ready. Umachniso likium, and you put it away for storage, limute, yerek, to exclude vegetables. Ve'ilu gami meiser tanan, what does it say by meiser? Klal amru be they said by meiser, koshu ochel, if it's food, v'nishmar, and it's guarded, v'gidulo mena aretz, 
chayv b'maiser and it grows from the ground, then it's chayv b'maiser v'ilu likitaso kachos machniso l'kiyum lo tanan. But it doesn't say over there anything about um, having to harvest them all at once or having to be, uh, you know, putting them in for kiyum. So therefore, um, those would be included in meiser, even though they would be excluded from peya. So we see that sort of the punishment uh, categories by uh, meiser are broader than they are by peya. And that is why Bar Kapara can use the word gadol by meiser as well. So that seems to be the conclusion there, that um, as long as, you know, there are more punishments by this you know, thing by this topic than there are by some other topic, you can apply Gadol. Ravu Shmuel, the Amri Tarvayu. Now, Rav and Shmuel both say, Masnisin, Pitinok Shinishba, Levena Nochrim. So Rav and Shmuel both say that our Mishnah is talking about a Tinok Shinishba, Levena Nochrim, a baby who has been taken captive by the Gentiles and did not know anything about, uh, Judaism or Shabbos, and a convert who converted among converts, which seems to be extremely interesting, right? Meaning, it's not, like, what does this even mean? Uh, it seems extremely interesting. Meaning, generally, I think we would assume that, uh, you know, somebody who's converting to Judaism is converting to Judaism, A, because he's interested in Judaism, he wants to know the halachas, he's going to learn the halachas, he's going to be among Jewish people, if after all he wants to become part of this Jewish community. I assume that he would be around Jews. But this is somebody who somehow was able to convert to Judaism without being around any Jews. And even after he converted, he still didn't know any halachas. Which I think also we generally assume that in order to convert, I don't know, you have to be willing to accept some form of halacha. I don't know. It seems like a very interesting case. Um, anyways, so, new our Mishnah said, what did our Mishnah say? Who can remind me? Klagadol amu b'Shabbos, right? We said a great... A rule about Shabbos. Anybody who forgot the Ikar of Shabbos, he just basically completely forgot about Shabbos. All of a sudden he doesn't know what Shabbos is. And he did, because of this, he did a whole bunch of Malachos and a whole bunch of Shabboses. He's only Chayav one Korban Chatas. Now, um, Rav and Shmuel want to say that that is talking about not somebody who, I don't know, knew about Shabbos and maybe got in a car accident and forgot about it. Whatever it is. No, this is talking about Somebody who never knew what Shabbos was in the first place. This is talking about somebody who as a baby, you know, uh, ended up growing up in a household where, you know, they were not Jewish and there was absolutely no concepts of, concept of Shabbos. So in that case, if let's say later on at some point they realize that they're Jewish and they want to be Shomer Lacha and they want to bring a Korban, so they would bring, or whatever, they want to be Shomer Lacha, so then they would bring a Korban for all of those Shabbases uh, when they had no clue. So Rav Shmuel Damit Tavayu Masnisim Betinok Shenishba Levin Anochrim Vegershin Isgar Levin Anochrim. So Rav Shmuel say that our Mishnah that it says that you only bring one Korban Chatas is talking about um, these situations where we have a person who just never knew anything about Shabbos. Aval Hikir Levasov Shachach. What about somebody who did know about Shabbos and he was Shomer Shabbos for many years, let's say? Somehow he forgot about Shabbos. Can't tell you how. Somehow he completely forgot about Shabbos. And from the time that he forgot, he, every Shabbos, he just wasn't Shomer Shabbos at all. He was doing all sorts of malachas because he just somehow forgot. So Chayev akol Shabbos v'Shabbos. Rav and Shmuel want to argue that this individual would be Chayev 
one korban per, per Shabbos. Why you be chayv one korban per Shabbos? So the Gemara asks Akasha, "Tanana shochech ikur Shabbos." One second, Rabbi Shmuel, you want to say that our Mishnah, when you be chayv one korban chatas, is talking about what you know, a tinok shenishba, somebody who never knew about Shabbos? Doesn't the Mishnah say hashochech ikur Shabbos? Doesn't the Mishnah say somebody who forgot about ikur Shabbos? Doesn't that imply that he initially knew what Shabbos was and then he forgot it? Lo. Rav and Shmuel say no. What does it mean, somebody who forgot Shabbos? It means that it was always forgotten from him. He never knew it. That's when, he, that's when he's chayev, one korban Total. But if he knew about Shabbos and then he forgot about Shabbos, my Chayav al Shabbos for Shabbos, he'd be Chayav one Korban per Shabbos. That's what Rav and Shmuel want to argue. That somebody who knew about Shabbos and then forgot about Shabbos. So it'll be, you know, for, meaning he completely forgot about Shabbos. You ask him, hey dude, you know what Shabbos is? No, I don't. So he'd be Chayav a Korban for each one of those Shabbos. But then the Gemara says, one second. But at the Tani Ayodea Iker Shabbos Vasam Lachos Haiva Bishabbos Haiva Chayva Kol Shabbos Vishabbos, listen to Iker Levasov Shachach. Okay, let me read that slowly. But if that's the case, so at the Tani Ayodea Iker Shabbos, right, the next case that the Mishnah says is somebody who Ayodea Iker Shabbos, he knows about Shabbos. If you say, hey bro, you know what Shabbos is? Yeah, of course, I know what Shabbos is once a week, right? 39 Lachos, we don't do them. However, Somehow he messed up the days of the week, and what ended up happening was every Shabbos he ended up doing malacha because he thought it was Sunday. He did a whole bunch of malachas on a whole bunch of Shabbos just because he totally screwed up and he didn't realize that it was Shabbos on the day that he was doing these malachas. He's chayav one korban per Shabbos. Well, listen, why doesn't the Mishnah instead say an even better case? Which is some, somebody who completely, for, he knew about Shabbos originally, and then he completely forgot about Shabbos, and because of that he was doing Malacha on Shabbos every single Shabbos. And we're saying that in that case he would be Chayav a Korban for each and every Shabbos, according to Rav and Shmuel. Well, so then listen to that case, and then certainly in a case where a guy does know about Shabbos, he totally knows what Shabbos is, he just like somehow messed up the days of the week, and he ended up doing Malacha on Shabbos just because he didn't realize it was Shabbos, well, certainly he's going to bring a Korban for every single Shabbos. If in a case where he didn't even know at this point what Shabbos is, he has to bring a Korban for every Shabbos, certainly when he knows what Shabbos is and he does Malacha every single Shabbos by accident, so then I'll have to bring a Korban for each Shabbos. So the Gemara says, well, actually, my Hayodea Iker Shabbos, Misha Yodea Ikar Shabbos V'Shachachat. Well, actually, when the Mishnah says that somebody who knows what Shabbos is and he does Malacha every Shabbos, it's actually talking about somebody who originally knew what Shabbos is and then forgot about what Shabbos is. And that's why he's doing Malacha every single Shabbos. So then he brings a Malacha for every single Shabbos. Aval, lo mai, However, if somebody did not forget about what Shabbos is, i.e. if they know what Shabbos is, they just messed up the day of the week, and then they end up doing Malacha every single Shabbos just because they thought it was Sunday, 
you'd be high for every single malacha that you do. Okay. But then the Gemara asks, Adetani, Hayodea, Shu Shabbos, then we move on to the next clause in the Mishnah, which says that somebody who knows that today is Shabbos, and he did a whole bunch of malachas on a whole bunch of Shabbos because he didn't realize that these were malachas, so he knows it's, he knows it's Shabbos, but he made you know a, a mistake by a bunch of different malachas because he didn't know that they were malachas. So we say, that he's going to be high for each and every malacha that he did, because he made a mistake for each with each malacha. But why don't you say the bigger chiddush, which is somebody who even knows that these malachas are malachas on Shabbos, right? The, his only his only mistake that he did, his only mistake that he made, was that he just didn't realize that today was actually Shabbos, and yet we're saying. That he still has to bring a, a korban for every single malacha that he did. Even though the only mistake that he made was really one mistake, which is that he just didn't realize that today was actually Shabbos. And yet we're saying that he has to bring a malacha for every, uh, a korban for every malacha that he did. So teach that case. And then certainly when he knows that it's Shabbos and he just didn't know that these things were malachas, so he basically made a mistake with each of these malachas, certainly then he'd have to bring a malacha for each one. Ella. Okay, so basically, as I think you guys might be able to tell, it's it's going to be a little bit hard to kind of make this work with our Mishnah. It's just, it, it, I'm probably not the only one who's considering this to be a little complicated, right? Basically, we're saying that you're only high of one Korban when you're a Tinok Shanishba or a Gershon Izgari the Socha Anachrim. And then we have basically have to kind of say that each case isn't actually talking about that case. It's talking about a different... It's becoming a little messy, right? So let's clean this up. The Gemara is going to clean this up for us. Ella, Masnison. What's our mission talking about? When do you bring only one Korban for all of the Shabbases and all the Malachas? Kishahikir Levesov Shachach. When he knew what Shabbos was, when he knew, when he knew what Shabbos is, Somehow, he forgot what Shabbos is. Now he no longer knows what it is. And now every Shabbos, he's doing all sorts of malachas. So he brings one korban for all of the Shabbases and all of the malachas. And now, Udurav Ushmuel Nami Kihikir Ulvesov Shachach Dami. And what Rab and Shmuel are saying is that a Tinok Shenishba and a Gershon Izgari Levin Anachrim they're just like, they're compared to, they're treated just like somebody who knew what Shabbos was, what Shabbos is, and then forgot. I.e., in, in, in all of these cases, somebody who knew what Shabbos is and then forgot, or a Tinok Shanishba, who never knew what Shabbos is, or a Gershon Izgari Levinachim, who never knew what Shabbos is. In all of these cases, you're going to be chayv to bring one korban. As opposed to, as we're going to see in a minute, Rabbi Yochum and Rishlakish, who say that a Tinok Shanishba and a Gershon is guy living in Anachrim doesn't have to bring a Korban at all because he never, he never knew, right? He doesn't have to be, you know, he's an Ones. He's somebody, you know, who's completely beyond his control. So, so they would say that he doesn't have to bring any Korban. Rav and Shmuel say that we would treat a Tinok Shenishba and a Gershon is guy like a, um, Misha, right? Somebody who knew about Shabbos and then forgot. 
That even a Tinok Shanishba and a Gershon Isgayel of Anachrim, where you can argue that, well, why should they have to bring a Korban Chatas? They never knew it in the first place. We nonetheless treat them as though they initially knew and then forgot, and they're Chayav a Korban Chatas. One Korban Chatas for all the Shabbos and all the Malachas. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shim ben Lakish, Damir Tavayu, Davka, Hikir Levasov Shachach. So Rabbi Yochanan and Lakish say that, no, you're only Chayav a Korban Chatas um, when you initially knew and then forgot. Avaltinok Shanishba, Ben Anachim, Vigeshin is Gaira, Ben Anachim, Potter. But a child that was taken captive among the Gentiles or and a convert who converted among the Gentiles, i.e. somebody who never knew in the first place what Shabbos even is, potter from a Corbin, because, you know, they had no way of knowing that uh, these Malachas were not allowed on Shabbos. Meisvei, we have a Kasha on Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Klagado Amu B'Shabbos, they set a great rule by Shabbos. Kol HaShochech Iker Shabbos, anybody who forgets about um, the, you know, Shabbos, forgets about what Shabbos is, and did lots of malachas and lots of Shabbases. He's only chayv one korban chatas total. Ketzad, what is this person who forgets about the Iker Shabbos? Tinok shenizba levein anachrim v'gershin esgayer ben anachrim. A tinok shenizba v'gershin esgayer. We say our chayv to bring a korban chatas. V'asam lachos haybe v'shabbosos haybe enu chayv elachatas achas. And he did all sorts of melachas and all sorts of Shabbases. He's only chayv to bring one korban chatas. V'chayv al adam, and also any blood that he's eaten throughout his life, he's chayv one korban chatas. V'alachelev achas, and any chelev, any of these um, forbidden fats. I feel, I feel like this has come up in the past. So these forbidden fats, fats that you're not allowed to eat, that you're chayv karis if you eat them on purpose. So any chelev uh, he's eaten throughout his life, he's going to be chayv one korban chatas for all of it. And for any of he may have done by accident, he's in Michayev Korban Chatas, one Korban Chatas. Umunbaz Poter. Yet this, uh, I guess a Tana named Munbaz, uh, he says that the Tinok Shinizba and the Gershon Isgayer would be Poter. They wouldn't have to bring any Korban Chatas at all. And this is how, in, in, in uh, Munbaz was sort of explaining his position before Rabbi Akiva, why he would say that Etinok Shinizba and Agesh Nizgayer are potter. Well, since a mazid is called, somebody does, uh, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, 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 sins on purpose is called a chote, a sinner, and somebody who sins by accident is also called a chote. Well, my mazid tries to lo yidia, af shogeg tries to lo yidia. Well, in order for you to be chayev for being amazed, you have to have a yidiyah, you have to know that you did it on purpose. Well, also in order to be chayev uh, for something when you do a bishogeg, you have to have known at least at some point, like this person who knew about Shabbos and then forgot about it. But a tinok shenizba or a gesh guy who never knew in the first place, well, they're not going to be chayev a korban chatas. Rabbi Akiva responded to Munbaz um, and he said, well, let me add onto what, on what, onto what you're saying. Well, I'll argue that, well, amazed, 
somebody does something on purpose, at what point does he have this idea? He even has this idea, this knowledge that what he's doing is wrong at the time that he's doing it. So can I argue that in order to be chayev for shogeg, if you're comparing shogeg and mazid, wouldn't you say that, let's also take it one step further, say that somebody who does something by accident has to know at the time that he's doing it that he's doing something wrong. Okay, hold, hold your obvious uh, questions for a second. We'll get to, we'll get to it. Omer lohein, v'chol shekein shosafta. To which Mumbai says, yep, uh, Rabbi Kiva, you're 100% right. Um, correct. For somebody who does something by accident to be chayv, you'd have to know that he's doing something wrong at the time. To which, I'm sure now this is a question that everyone's thinking, Omrilo Rabbi Kiva says to Mumbai, well, <laughs> somebody who does something by accident on purpose, it would be hard to argue that he's still doing it by accident if he knows that at the time that he's doing it, he's doing something wrong. Wouldn't that just be called mazid on purpose? Okay, and we don't seem to answer that, at least for now. I think we might answer it later. But New, new friends, friends. So what, so, so what are our questions over here? Our questions are that we said in defining basically the same thing that we said in our Mishnah, which is that somebody who knows about, uh, somebody uh, who forgets about the Ikra Shabbos and does a lot of Malachos, he's high of one Korban, so we said that that, so this Brysa says it's even talking about Tinok Shanishba and Gershon Isgayer. So that sounds like Robin Shmuel and that would be a Kasha for Rabbi Yochanan and Lakish. So Katani Mia, this Brysa taught Tinok, uh, Tinok. Wait, what? Katani Mia, Ketzad, Tinok. So they said, what is this Yodea Ikra Shabbos and nonetheless did all these things? It's a Tinok Shanishba. Bishlam Ravu Shmuel Nicha. So this is perfectly in line with Rav and Shmuel, who say um, that Tinok Shanishba and Gershon Isgayer would be chayav a korban chatas, just like somebody who knew about Shabbos and forgot. But according to Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish, they say that this Tinok Shanishba and the Gershon Isgayer are potter, they don't have to bring a korban. What do they do with this b'risa? Samilach, Rabbi Yochanan Vishlakish, Lab Mika Munbaz the Potter, Anandamiran Kimunbaz. So Rabbi Yochanan Vishlakish will say, well, I mean, there was the opinion after all of Munbaz in that Brisa, who says that they would be Potter from bringing a Korban Chatas. So we all like Munbaz, which is an interesting thing to say, because why would they want to just like Milchatrila say, yeah, we all like the Das Yachid? I don't know. It's an interesting question. Maybe there's more to this Brisa that we don't know yet. You know, after all, Moonbaz did have a sort of strange opinion, which was that, you know, somebody who does something Bishogeg has to know that what he's doing is wrong, which basically makes it amazing. So it could be that there's more to this Bryce that we have to unfold. But, um, okay, that's the opinion of Rav and Shmuel. They say that Tinok Shanishba Geshen Gaira would be Chayev a Korban Chatas, whereas Rabbi Yochanan Mishlakish said that he would be Potter. And that's where we'll stop, friends. And that's Daf Samaches of uh, Mesechta Shabbos. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I mean, it's a, it's a cool kind of page, right? kind of first step into like Shogeg and Mezid and Korban Chatas really in, in detail, even though we've been, you know, talking about it throughout the Masechta, but here we're really jumping into it. So let's, so let's, let's do a recap of the, of the Daf. So, so we started off the new parak with a new Mishnah, okay? Um, and basically the, the main gist of that Mishnah was, uh, who is Chayv of Korban Chatas and how many of these Korbanos are you Chayv? So we started off by saying, um, somebody who forgets the Iker Shabbos, without going into, for now, if that means Tinok uh, Shanishba uh, or not, whatever. But somebody who forgets um, about Shabbos, right? it definitely is talking about somebody who initially knew about Shabbos, 
and then forgot somehow for, completely forgot about Shabbos. So he'd be chayav one korban chatos for all of the um, you know Shabbos that he violated and all of the malachas that he did on all of those Shabbos. One chiyuv uh, chatos because it was just basically he completely forgot about what Shabbos is and he never remembered. Nobody ever reminded him. He never remembered. So therefore, he's only chayav one korban chatos. Now, if somebody forgets. Somehow they mess up their days of the week, somehow, I don't know. And now every single Shabbos, they know that there's a thing called Shabbos, but somehow every single Shabbos, they, they think it's Sunday. So, so you're going to be high of a Corbin for each Shabbos that this happened, since we assume that at some point during the week, you must have realized that your days are off. And, you know, retroactively, obviously, last Shabbos was, <clears throat> last, when you thought it was Sunday, it was really Shabbos, and you should have been back on track, whatever it is. So therefore you bring a, Korban chatas for each Shabbos that you thought it was Sunday. Okay. Now, somebody who knows every Shabbos that it's Shabbos, and he knows that, you know, we don't do malacha on Shabbos, but he didn't, wasn't an expert, he didn't know all the malachas. So he accidentally, every single Shabbos, you know, did, did malachas. So he brings, uh, a, a, um, total of Korban chatos that equals the number of unique malachos that he did. He doesn't have to bring, you know, Per Shabbos, but you know, he adds up all the unique malachos that he did, and he brings one korban for uh, each unique malacha. And we don't assume that you know, in the meantime, he knew the malachos in between, and you know, which would require him a new korban for each time that he violated the malachos. No, we assume that he just never learned the malachos, so he just brings one korban chatas for each of the things that each malacha, each unique malacha that he did, um, and he'll do that once he has the aha moment and finds out, like, oops, I shouldn't have been doing that. So one korban for each unique melacha, but not through each unique violation of that melacha, just per one per melacha. And finally, the Mishnah says that when you have, uh, you know, uh, when you you have like families of melachas, right? I'm almost thinking about this as like, in my mind, it was like Avram Goldstein and uh, Avram, I don't know, Schwartz, and then you have Yitzchak Goldstein and Yitzchak Schwartz. Okay, so Keilu, what you only bring one korban chatas for like each family of like malachas that you did. So if you did the Avram Schwartz malacha and the Yitzchak Schwartz malacha, so you only bring one korban chatas. But if you do the Avram Schwartz malacha and the Yitzchak Goldstein malacha, so then you'll bring two chataos. Is that clear to everyone? <laughs> Anyways, fine. Now the Gemara starts off with like, um, um, how come it says Klal Gadol? What's so big about this Klal? So we gave three potential answers. Um, only the last one is one that stuck. So the first one is, um, well, since the, in two Mishnayas from now, we're going to say Klal Acher, that there's a Klal Acher. So the fact that it says Klal Acher coming up, it must mean that this is a Klal Gadol. The problem is that by Maestris, it also says Klal Acher, and yet there's no Klal Gadol beforehand. So then Rabbi Yossi Bar Avin wanted to say, well, we say Klal Gadol whenever there's Avot and Toladot, okay? The problem is that Bar Kapara says, um, Avos and Melachos. I'm sorry. Uh, Bar Kapara says that Klal uh, Gadol even by Meiser, and there's no Avos and Melachos by Meiser. So the Gemara um, concludes that well, whenever the this sort of topic has more punishments than a different topic, you'll say Klal Gadol by it. So therefore, since um, you know uh, uh, there are more punishments by Shabbos than there are by Shavuos, so it's Klal Gadol. There's more punishments by Shavuos than there are by Meiser, so it's a Klal Gadol, right? And then even Bar Kapar says Klal Gadol by Meiser, it's because there's no more punishments by Meiser than there are by Peah. Fine. Then we started, and then we ended up by a discussion about Tinok Shenishba 
and Gershon is Geyer, people who never knew what Shabbos was in the first place. Rav and Shmuel say, in that case, when they find out about what Shabbos is, they would bring one Korban Chathas for all of the things that they, for all of the, uh, you know, Shabbosos that they didn't know about. And just like somebody who knew about Shabbos and then forgot about it. And Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish say that you'd be putter from a Korban Chathas because like, you know, how, how you had no way of knowing, so you don't have to bring Korban Chathas. Okay, friends, I hope you guys enjoy that. Have a great, great day. I'll catch you all tomorrow.